selling with authenticity. It's building that relationship. Building about the value. Because you want to make that impact. It can make you happy. Welcome us. to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? <laughs> hey, nice jacket, by the way. Super good to see you. Super excited. We're in for a wonderful treat with this podcast today, Daryl. And we've got to say it. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. 2022 has begun. It's on and we're going to have a fantastic year. I'm so excited, Larry. Where'd, the, where'd last year go? I don't I mean, know, but it doesn't matter. It's it doesn't matter. History that, you know what? Here we are in sales. The good news is the year is ahead. The board is clear. There's nothing but opportunity. <laughs> the bad news is the year is ahead. The board is clear. It's time to get to work. We're going to have a fantastic year ahead. We've got a great day planned today. In just a minute, Jeffrey Gittimer is going to be joining us for what promises to be a, well, a conversation you can only have with Jeffrey Gittimer, which is <laughs> going to be so much fun. But hey, Larry, this is great because now in just a couple of weeks, we will be kicking off the 2022 Authentic Selling Challenge, January 17th through 21st. I can't wait. This is going to be so much fun. I, re I remember it was what? Just a year ago, we kicked this one off and it, it was just a brainchild of just you and I having a conversation. Hey, what could we do differently in 2021? And thus the challenge happened. And now it's so glad we're doing it a second time. Here it is. And uh, we're going to have a fantastic roster of guests. You can see all of them when you go to uh, AuthenticSellingChallenge.com. That's AuthenticSellingChallenge.com. Jeffrey Gittimer is going to be one of those guests. And Larry, we've got, <laughs> let's, uh, we'll just drop a couple names every week because this is going to be something you absolutely don't want to miss. You want to bring your entire sales team, invite all your friends and your clients as well. This is going to be an incredible week of great people investing in us as we put together a year that is going to be an, a banner year. So I'm excited about the 20, uh, 2022 Trust uh, Authentic Selling Challenge. There we go, Larry. I can't got to get the year down and the right challenge. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah, you know, we've, uh, and it's going to be the basis of our podcast today, but we always talk about authenticity. And I'm a firm believer it's a lifestyle, it's not a light switch. And during the challenge, we're going to talk about authenticity and how to apply it. And I just remember what Jack Hubbard said last year on the Authentic Selling Challenge, Daryl. He goes, Authenticity without action isn't authenticity. That's right. So get ready to take some action. Join us on January 17th every day from 12 to 1 Eastern Time. We're going to be live with some of the best thought leaders and motivators out there that are going to be coaching us on how to sell authentically. One of those people is here with us today. And without further ado, Larry, why don't you introduce Jeffrey and let's dive in. I mean, what, what do we say about the king of sales and Jeffrey Gittimer? But I had a pleasure of actually meeting him. You better him. be truthful, whatever it, it is. is. Hey, Gittimer, <laughs> it's going to be truthful. It's going to be truthful. But our past crossed a couple of years ago at Outbound Sales Conference, and we struck up a conversation. And it was just not too long ago. I want to say 
few months ago that our paths crossed at Jeffrey's home and he welcomed both Daryl and I into his home for breakfast and the two best hours I've spent in a very long time. Jeffrey Gittimer, welcome to Selling from the Heart. Thank you very kindly. We're so um, glad you're here. Well, I'm glad I'm here too. Um, I'm in Charlotte, <laughs> North Carolina today. And if you notice all these books behind me that make me look intelligent. Um, <laughs> people don't understand the value of being on a podcast or doing a Zoom or doing something virtual and looking like a moron. <laughs> and you lose whatever. Yeah, everyone has an expectation to go into to go into some kind of a, a virtual meeting. And most people don't understand that they need to look like something rather than nothing because the customer has an anticipation and that anticipation is emotional. They're mm -hmm. hoping for something good. They're hoping you hit them here rather than here. And what happens is they look like a schlub. A uh, schlub is uh, another word for uh, moron. <laughs> hey, babe, by the way, y'all get used to the Yiddish words we're going to drop on this podcast, right, Jeffrey? Yeah, okay. But they don't look <laughs> professional. And as a result, you lose before you start. You lose before you start. And you've been in my space, so you know what it looks like. There's way more to it than this little bit that you see right here. But the bottom line is, it's enough for me to grab the attention of someone that says, wow, what's, what's all that stuff? I want them to be intrigued. I want them to be curious. I want them to ask about what's what's there. Um, salespeople don't uh, understand. You know, you in the old days when you walked into somebody's office, you saw a trophy. And wow, a bowling trophy. Well, if you bowl 131, don't talk to me. But <laughs> if, if you want, if you want to find out something about the person. Just say, how did you win this? They'll talk to you for a week about how they want it, about their 7-10 split and all the other bullshit that goes with bowling. Famous Jewish bowlers, by the way, very thin. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, by the way, this, hey, Jeffrey, the sports book is actually pretty thin. Actually, um, we'll talk about it later. There's a thick one. <laughs> Well, hey, as we get started, Jeffrey, you know the question that every guest on this Selling from the Heart podcast answers, and that is, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? The very simple answer is the sale is made emotionally and then justified logically. And you can look at any sale that's ever been made other than maybe an engineer selling or the government selling and it's all emotion. When you were a four-year-old kid in the aisle of the grocery store and you were trying to sell your mom on why you wanted the candy bar, she would tell you no. She would spell no, N-O. She would, you were willing to take corporal punishment to get that candy bar. <laughs> and... Then something happened when you got your business card printed and you started going logical. <laughs> well, we've been in business for 17 years and we're one of the greatest companies that ever lived. And if you don't believe me, here's my piece of shit business card to prove it. <laughs> and they lose because there's no emotion in it. And the emotion comes from asking for emotion, 
not telling emotion. I don't want to know nope. you got a flat tire on the way over here. I want to find out about you emotionally, if I possibly can. No, it's so good because, Jeffrey, we often talk about uh, speed to heart inside of what we do at Selling from the Heart. And, and what's really curious, and I would love your perspective on this, is um, if you notice the books behind Jeffrey, he's, he's got a well, his library is just amazing of sales history and so forth. Just from your opinion, where do you think this thing veered off and we stopped thinking about the emotional side and went to this logical side? Where do you think all of this went wrong? Just your opinion. I know this is a loaded question. No, but that's okay. I'm just curious. Businesses got big. And when businesses get big, they're taken over by accounting people who have pencils up their ass and think that everything is done by profit. And they forget that they've developed a relationship with somebody somewhere down the road and they let that relationship erode, either by answering the phone, uh, thanks for calling, uh, your call is very important to us. Please select from the following nine options to serve you better. <laughs> is that to serve me better or save you money? Is that to serve me better or piss you off? So. If they were real, they could say, hey, to save us money and piss you off, we have nine options. <laughs> <laughs> but think about, they'd right. be, people would be laughing. They'd tell everybody, hey, you've right. got to call these people. <laughs> so I'm looking at this from the perspective of they're not having enough fun. Fun is the emotional part. Mm -hmm. Price sheets are the logical part. I'm going to have fun. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it in a way where people remember that I had fun with them. Oh, yeah, you're that guy who, exactly. So if I go to a restaurant, I say, listen, I want to sit in the high tipping district. Really? Yeah, because I, I, I eat fast and I tip big. Who's going to serve me? <laughs> uh, me, me, me? But they'll remember me forever. That's right. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm with my friend here, the great John DeRosa. He's from Buffalo. Right. Hey, John, hey, John, you're welcome on the to the podcast. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> guys. Um, he's monitoring me to make sure I don't swear bad words. And he's from Buffalo, where they only call him Wings because you're already in Buffalo. Right. Got it? You give me them it's Buffalo like, wings, dude. You're here. You know, you're wings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So like in France, they just call it toast. But um, and in Belgium, they just call them waffles. <laughs> and in Go Bermuda, figure. they just call them shorts. But here's, <laughs> here's the deal. You're not having enough fun at what you do because fun jogs your heart every time. And so it's not just a matter of the emotion. It's a matter of the fun that you're having to be able to do it to it. Do I want to go to a funeral or to a comedy club? I'll go to the funeral to honor the other person. But I'm telling you right now that it's not. If you're in sales and you're not making people laugh and feel good, you're in trouble. You're going to be sending proposals and wondering why no one's calling you back. Yeah, I'm calling about the proposal. And I was wondering if you had any questions. Seriously? You think a sales guy gives a shit if they have any questions? Or you think they just want the money? So why isn't the salesperson funny and honest by saying, hey, I'm calling about the money. Is it ready? 
Why can't they just say that? It's honest and it's kind of fun. That's why I keep going back. Sales is not <laughs> rocket science. The stuff no, is not that but it's, hard. Wait a second. It's not rocket science, but it's rocket fuel. Yeah. It fuels the entire company because nobody right. gets paid until somebody sells something. That's the deal. Authenticity. I mean, you look up the word authenticity in the sales dictionary, you're going to find a picture of Jeffrey Gittimer pretty close to that word. <laughs> I heard that comment in the background. Um, pretty low level. <laughs> when, you, when you think about authenticity. Um, I'll share with you my, the way I learned the secret. I read in the 70s. Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People and How to Stop Worrying and Start Living, of which I now have signed editions and every other thing you can imagine. Mm -hmm. But the underlying theme in both of those books, two words, be yourself. And once you understand that you and you decide you're going to be a better self, now you got a shot. Now you can march to success. Until you have that, you're going to the sales trainer told me that there's three parts of the sale, the opening, the presentation, the overcoming, the objection, and the close. Seriously? Yeah, if I was it doesn't matter. If I was gonna if I was if I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna kick somebody in the groin rather than have them go through that process because these are the same guys that want to find the pain. Really? Is um, Sandler, David Sandler, of which I have the last living interview of David Sandler, by the way. Cool. He taught that in the 70s. You want to find the pain or you want to find the pleasure? Mm. Great point. You want, to, you want to know why a guy's going broke? Or do you want to find out where he likes to play golf and what he does with his kids on the weekend? Which do you think is going to get you deeper into that conversation? And that's all heart. That's mm -hmm. all emotion. Mm -hmm. You either you're either lead with emotion or die. Which my pain is none of your business, dude. I mean, literally none of your. I'm not going to tell you what hurts well, once I go to the well, doctor. They're, well, they're not even you're not even to get that close unless you make them feel comfortable with who you are. Right. And, and again, that's my opinion, but I want to go back to what you said, because you said something about being yourself. I totally believe this, but oftentimes you will hear people say, I'm just being myself until you say, are you really being yourself? So, you know, what are some tips? What have you learned along the way about being yourself? What advice would you give salespeople out there when you hear the word, just be yourself? What's that mean? What's that look like? Well, I think the number one thing, Larry, would be tell the truth. Because... If you tell the truth, you never have to remember what you said. I'm being myself, but I'm kind of lying to you because I need to make the sale. And no. So being yourself means telling the truth. Being yourself means being the same person you are when you walk out the door that you are in front of that guy or that woman. And if you're not those two things, you're going to lose to somebody who is. I don't yeah, want to, you know, here's the deal. If they like you and they believe you and they have confidence in you and they trust you, then they may buy from you. Like, believe, confidence, trust. If I ask an audience which you think is the most powerful, they all say trust 
and they're all wrong. If I don't like you, I'm not coming near you. Like is the killer app. Huh. Yeah, we gotta we gotta peel that back. And and here's the only reason why is some people are gonna say, I don't believe it's the likability stuff. And and really? I'm not you know what? It, Sell against me, I'll beat your ass every time. Please yeah. <laughs> tell me where your customers are so I can go kick your ass into the into the dirt. No, I'm just I'm I'm throwing it out there because I mean there's so many people out there will say, you know, if you get caught up in this likability, you get caught up in friend zone stuff. And I'm just I'm just throwing what I see out there and, and all that. I'm not doubting anything. I'm not doubting my any best of this. customers are my friends. Yeah. They text me and I text them at six o'clock in the morning or midnight. And I can my phone blows up at 10 o'clock at night from people that want to say something, want to send me a meme, want to ask me a question, something happens. And on the other end of that is money. Yeah. Make a sale, earn a commission. Make a friend, earn a fortune. Just saying. I love it. And the path to that is not through the mind. It is through the heart. It's through emotion. And, um, and this is where... I look back and I look at my sales career and I was in the same industry as Larry. It was hardcore on the street, B2B technology sales. They told us wear a blue suit with a white shirt and a red tie on Friday, <laughs> casual day. You could wear a Navy or a blue shirt instead of a white shirt. And this is what you're going to say. This is who you're going to talk to. It's a true story. This is who you're going to talk to. This is how you're going to do it. Um, and and we were taught and in, in bred to be corporate robots and uh, it's so funny now, you know, 25, 30 years later, how I couldn't disagree with that more. <laughs> but well, that is fact, so much more of the sale. Those companies are no longer doing that. Yeah. And there's a new, there's a new customer now. They ain't mm -hmm. wearing a tie. They're wearing a, they're wearing a shirt. They're wearing jeans. They're, they got flip-flops on. They're billionaires. Mm -hmm. And the, the corporate dress rules are out the window. Yep. But I'm, let me share one other thing while I'm on this rant, then we can talk about whatever you want. <laughs> if the salesperson does not love what they do, they're never going to sell from the heart. They're going to sell from some mechanical bullshit thing that somebody told them what to do because they yep. quote, think they can make a lot of money doing this. Yep. Larry, I sat with a kid. I don't want to say his name because, but I was taught by other speakers and I pay it forward. People have been so nice to me in my speaking career about helping me out. Um, and they're the legendary speakers of the business. The Nito Cabanes, the Charlie Jones, the Ty Boyds, all coached me. Harvey McKay. And this kid wants to eat lunch with me about speaking. I go, sure. He, We sit down. He goes, where's the money in the speaking business? <laughs> and I said, you know, I really don't know where the money is. I said, I just do what I love and the money shows up. He goes, yeah, yeah, but where's the money? I go, waiter, check, please. <laughs> How am I going to help that kid? How am I going to help that kid? He'll never make it. He'll mm -hmm. never, he'll, he'll get to a certain point and wonder why he can't get to that next point. Heart will get you through every barrier. Mm. Logic will keep you right at the bottom. See, you I, can be I, a great logical it. salesperson. You send out 10 quotes, you're going to win one. 
But if you have heart, you'll win four. So you decide. Yeah, no, it's so true. I love what you just said a few minutes ago about paying it forward. And and here's what I want salespeople who are listening to really key in on and sales leaders is, is what Jeffrey just said is he's been influenced, right, by so many great speakers because he put himself in a position to get to know these people. These people paid it forward. And, and I know Jeffrey and he's paying it forward is what would that look like? If you paid it forward on behalf of your clients and you started building this influential network of current clients that you were paying things forward on, imagine what would start to happen to your career and your client growth. And it, and it's just, it, it just goes back to, you know, so many people want to discount Jeffrey, the whole, you know, the whole mantra behind selling from the heart because they, you know, it, it's where's this return on investment, right? Where's this return on profitability? Where do we do with selling from the heart? Cause it's so squishy and you know, so forth, but yeah, look at it. It is. Woo. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> I love woo. Woo is my, one of my favorites, but you know what? People ask me for a discount and I say, Oh, do you want me to just leave out the humor part? Oh no, no, no. I said, Oh, you probably want that shitty speaker. Let me give you his number. <laughs> I'm going to have fun with them all the way till they pay me. Right. <laughs> but I'm not going to say, well, uh, uh, what's, what is your budget? I, that, I'm not going to use that tactic. I have a price. Will I compromise my price? Sure. If I feel there's potential there, I'll definitely do it. But I'm not going to do it because somebody asks for it. I mean, you, you, you need heart surgery, Larry. You want the guys got two for one or you want right. the best surgeon in the world? <laughs> yeah. I don't want a two for, there's no way I'm yeah. not going down for a two for. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, what were your grades? <laughs> uh, hey, we don't want to go there. That's a, that's a pot. That's another conversation. Let me tell you. But you don't I, want to I know my GPA. That, um, uh, I don't really think it's fair for me to say his name, but I had a, a voice problem and I, I sent the message out to the national speakers association that I'm having a problem. And John Drebinger, I'm not going to mention his name because it wouldn't be fair. To <laughs> told me to go to Dr. Um, Robert Sadiloff in Philadelphia. He's the best throat surgeon in the world. And I went and he fixed me twice. And what do I owe that guy? Well, literally, what do I owe that guy? Well, the world has a way of creating those atmospheres. I was giving a speech to the, the Speakers Association in France, in Paris. And hundreds of people in there. And John Drebinger was another speaker. So I got to tell the audience who this guy was and what he gave me. Cool. Almost to the point where he was crying. Beautiful. But I will tell you that those emotions, those things that happen have nothing to do with logic. They have everything to do with serendipity, which I define as God's way of remaining anonymous. Hmm. And when those things happen, there's nothing logical about it at all. You can't you can't even explain it. Well, how did John freaking Drebinger show up in Paris? <laughs> you know what I mean? He talks on safety. What the hell is that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> People in France don't want safety. They want wine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
You know, I go to France all the time. People think French people don't like Americans. It's not true. French people don't like anybody. That's correct. I saw that coming. That's so. So. Funny <laughs> <laughs> though. I we had the pleasure of. of touring what was i'm a book junkie and you validated my uh book purchases because i i don't know if i'll ever catch up to you uh but walking through the library and looking back over 150 years of sales and success literature mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, you know going back to the uh orson himself the great that i've just learned about how do you see this what we're talking about today is this, how did this play out over the last hundred years? Like a hundred years ago, were, were people talking this way? They were talking about relationships. Mm -hmm. They were talking about being the best person you possibly can be for yourself. That sums um, it up. In the 1850s, um, in the 18, disgusting, isn't it? <laughs> um, in the 1850s, um, Samuel Smiles wrote Self-Help and Character, those two books. He's the grandfather of this whole movement. And the most interesting thing about Samuel Smiles is he got a lot of his information by hanging around other smart people mm. in London. And his granddaughter wrote a book about growing up in Samuel Smiles' house and who he hung with. Like the cool shits of his dad. Mm -hmm. And had all these observations. He was an observer, a thinker, and a writer. And all he said were positive things about everything in life. So it's positivity. It's who you hang with. It's what you do with what you learn, how you, how you help other people, who you become. Everything that you're writing about, Larry, everything that heart makes happen. And when you have that and you, and you put your, relationship skills into it you win and if you don't you lose because someone's going to say can you send me a proposal and i will tell you this and this is pretty interesting um people will say hey can you send me a proposal i go no what do you mean no i said well were you taking notes and they go yeah i said can i just sign the notes and that's all we need i'll put a number to it and we can start and i've made sales that way <laughs> Someone will say, well, I really need a proposal and I'll say, okay, but for the most part, people want to do business with you, give them the opportunity to say yes. Uh -huh. What they're saying by, by when someone says, how much is it? That's the biggest buying signal on the planet. Uh -huh. When someone says, send me a proposal, that's the biggest buying signal on the planet. That's the whole deal. So I'm just throwing it at you. People, salespeople go right past the sale. They don't know. Mm -hmm. I'll send you a proposal. My favorite thing. No problem. You know, <laughs> what kind of budget do you have? <laughs> well, I don't want to talk to the person that has a budget. I want to talk to the person that makes the budget. That's, That's my right. guy. That's right. Because they can add a zero. The person that makes the budget, not the person that spends a budget. That guy's got no, he can't buy toilet paper without asking what color. It's all white. Now it's all white. Blue and pink and shit. Now it's all white. There's no more blue toilet paper, and I'm pissed about it. 
That's right. <laughs> we don't want to go there. No. Oh, we don't want to go there. Well, Jeffrey, I'm curious as we wrap up today, we're sitting here on the first day of 2022 when this releases. And other than the authentic selling challenge coming up on January 17th through 21st, what are you most excited about in 2022? I think the world is not going to go back to normal the way it was. The world will move forward to a new normal or a new day. And I'm looking forward to helping salespeople prepare to emerge from the crap that we've been in for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. The playing field is level. Virtual is not going to go away. Look at us. Not yeah. going to go away. Mm -hmm. We can be next to somebody around the world. I, I have clients all over the world that I talk to at all times of the day or night virtually. And it's kind of fun. And so I prepared for professionally. I have lighting. I, I'm in my library. You know, I know where I'm going. You can't see up my nose because my I'm looking right at the audience. My oh, laptop is not in my lap. <laughs> and there's going to be a new awareness that I can help people with. And I'm excited to make the profession of sales be virtual and face-to-face -face and have, have equal strength. Love it. It, 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 I, I fully agree. It's the best of both worlds. And, and we got to learn. I mean, I call this future proofing. This is what we're going to have to do now to future proof our sales careers. My opinion. If you can't talk to somebody on zoom at seven o'clock in the morning and have a cup of coffee with them, you lose. But let me, I'm going to share something with you. You ever have a sales guy say, Hey, that a guy didn't show up. I made uh -huh. a meeting with you. The guy didn't show up. That's bullshit. That's because the guy thought you were a moron or had somebody bigger on the other line or didn't really care about making a meeting with you. Correct? Yep. But if I send the person that I'm going to have a meeting with a box of K-Cups with his favorite brand or her favorite brand and a mug, that person is guaranteed to show up. So the question then is, what is the salesperson willing to do beyond simply making an appointment. You make an appointment with your destiny. You make an appointment with somebody where there's a potential for a sale. Otherwise you're toast. Mm. Otherwise you're, you're good. And you'll bitch about the other guy not showing up when it was your <laughs> fault. Salespeople blame everybody except themselves. Yeah. Mayor never lies. So for your listeners to just in case, I did write a book on go live. So my, it's in three dimension. <laughs> um, SCTV. You remember John, John Candy? Yeah. I love it. God, so amazing. Um, but if you don't know how to go live, you're going to die. Mm -hmm. To someone who does know how. Yeah. And you've had two years to practice. What have you been doing? Watching Netflix? Like Hopefully an idiot? selling from the heart. But yes. Um, yeah, I agree. But here's the deal, Daryl. If you're a heart salesperson, you don't have to explain it to the other person. They'll feel it. Yep. Yep. Heart is a feeling. And emotion is a feeling. And you already know what it is. You know, I, I grew it. up, I, my family was heart. And that's, I mean, we had a family that stuck together no matter what. And we, it was, it was fun to grow up in that family. Love it. 
And if you, if so you ate one bite of food before your mother got to the table, you ate in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> one night, my brother and I both ate in the bathroom. With, <laughs> hey, hey, Jeffrey, was it was there blue toilet paper there? No, uh, we used white all the time. <laughs> well, you heard you it here, it. folks. You can get it. <laughs> oh Lord, Jeffrey, this is uh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh um, my gosh! I would love to be in the challenge because there's some things that salespeople don't do that they need to do. You could challenge them for the best question that they ask when they begin a conversation. Mm. You could challenge them for how they inject emotion into their sales process. I mean, there's things that, that you can do in your thing. It's just, it's over the top. It's going to be fun. Well, and we're looking forward to yeah. seeing you there. Um, until then, well, have a happy uh, holidays. We got a new year kicked off. And wait, uh, what a pleasure. It's going to be a holiday? What, what is it? <laughs> Insert no, whatever you holiday you want. Insert. Insert. I went into Target the other day. It wasn't even <laughs> Halloween. And you had, they had Christmas shit all over the place. Like, wait for, wait till Halloween's over. Well, I, I think it's going gonna, gonna, gonna to get pushed and pushed and pushed. And then pretty soon it'll be right after the 4th of July. Right? Yeah. Oh, no <laughs> doubt. There's no doubt. But the Christmas tree place is rolling right now. We That's go by good, it. Yeah. Well, hey, by the time this launches, it'll all be back in boxes. January 1. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, Jeffrey. And uh, thank you. We're excited to see you soon. Yeah. Darryl, Larry, thank you very much. Hey, time. thanks for all you do. We appreciate awesome. it. Okay. All right. Pleasure. Here. All right. Bye. <laughs> what a great conversation. Uh, I love it. There is uh, there is no punches pulled when you talk to Gittimer. And the, just the direct, candid, it's what we need right now as we start this year. Yeah, you know, I, I've so enjoyed building the friendship with Jeffrey because he just, he A, he doesn't hold back, but he is one of the most heart-centered individuals I know. He's a true kindred spirit. He does walk a very heart-centered lifestyle. That's great. Jeffrey's going to be joining us at the Authentic Selling Challenge coming up here in just a few weeks, January 17th through 21st. Get your ticket at AuthenticSellingChallenge.com. And when you do, make sure everybody on your sales team knows about it. Tell your clients as well. This is going to be a celebration of authenticity, power packed with ideas that you can put to work immediately to grow your sales in 2022. And as, as Jeffrey was saying earlier, this is the time. We gotta, we've got to get it done. We've got to show up and we've got to be able to be present in every type of scenario and uh, get speed to heart. Larry, I can't wait. I'm excited about this year. I'm excited about everything that's ahead. All the sales teams uh, that we're getting to be involved in coaching and the sales professionals in the Selling from the Heart Insiders group. All of it's so much fun. And Larry, I'm so excited about this year ahead. Uh, same here. And I just want to just this will kick off the the challenge part of this is, you know, I, I want everyone who's listening, sales professionals and sales leaders out there, you know, when you when you come to the challenge, think of authenticity. Our challenge until then is what does authenticity mean to you and how can you integrate this in to how you build deep, meaningful relationships with your clients and your future clients, Daryl? Awesome. Well, everybody, thank you in the Selling from the Heart community for sharing this podcast. Thank you for leaving reviews 
on the platform on which you uh, listen. It helps us spread the word in this movement of authenticity in the sales profession. And until next time, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, make them feel it. And most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.